Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me. We take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. A very warm welcome to this week's show, where we are going to be taking a look at Game Week 6. With me today are Eamon and Hector, and they're going to be casting an eye over the transfers that our managers put in place, a captain choice, and also having a look to see if any manager has decided to use one of their chips, or even maybe a wild card. Captain Fantastical Mick isn't with us, as he's still recovering from his recent visit to the dentist, and he said he's feeling a little bit delicate. Eamon, I might turn to you first. How are things? That's very good. Thank you very much for asking. You, you sound like you've got a touch of the cold there. Indeed, I have been smothered over the weekend with it, but I turned the corner and all is good. Thanks for asking though, Eamon. Back to you though. Yeah, well, I have to say it's a quiet week. Yeah, I was doing a little bit of writing, a little bit of recording there, and that's generally about it. Sometimes you come to these weeks where the rushing and the racing it just takes a step backwards and you just do what you have to be doing and and not be pushing us out too far. Can I just take an opportunity to say that uh, I'd like to wish Mick a very speedy recovery, and I hope that whatever dental work was done is not going to trouble him for too much longer. But Mick, take your time. Don't be in any rush back now. If you can't come back for next week, that's perfectly fine. We'll hold the fort. Indeed, and we all wish Mick well and look forward to his being back on the show shortly. Hector, how have you been? Since we last spoke, all is well with me. Thank you very much for asking. It's always nice to be here on this show. Uh, like the Amen, I have the quiet days too, doing a few uh, pieces and the bits. That was what I was at. Okay, no more crazy golf for you? Crazy golf? Uh, no, no crazy golf for me. A little bit wet, a little bit cold now for that. No, no crazy golf. Well, I have to say we had a good reaction to last week's show between the crazy golf and the pig along with the recitation man and, of course, our football as well there. This week, folks, it's back to basics, which really just looking at the football there. And I suppose we can't have the antics of Hector on every show. And, uh, like, if we did, we might as well forget about the football and just have it Hector's antics or something like that there. Well, I doubt that's going to happen, Eamon. But can I ask... What about Eamon's tackles? Is that coming back soon? Uh, yes, it is coming back. I'm working on something at the moment and it should be ready in the next few weeks and uh, I will be back tackling. We look forward to that there. And Hector, before we move on to the football, uh, any update on RT and how you're getting on with him? Um, I have no update at the moment. I'm still working on it, but uh, trust me, leave it with me. I look after it. Very well, Hector. Very well. Well, look, keep us updated there. Okay, right. We're going to talk football. So Man City are still doing the business, lads. And a lot of managers who had Haaland as their captain will at least be pleased that he scored. Now, it's still only the one goal. But Liverpool are close behind, as are Brighton. If you were looking for an alternative captain, Eamon, would you be going for Salah, maybe Matoma, or what about even Madison? Would any of those players be options for you? They would, yes. Uh, however, I wouldn't be pulling the uh, captain's armband off Haaland just yet. He's still getting new points. Let's remember this here. You could argue that Liverpool probably might have a little bit better fixture running in the coming weeks and maybe Salah is the man to go to. Liverpool, of course, are playing Spurs next and then they've got Brighton, Everton, Nottingham Forest, Luton, Brentford and then in game week 13, they're meeting Man City. That's an away match as well. 
you could take a Pontan Sala, certainly in the running, I'd say. If, uh, you were thinking of Haaland or Sala, it's one or the other there, really, at the moment. I don't think Brighton's fixtures are so kind. They have Liverpool and they have Man City in game week 8 and 9. And, I mean, I suppose when you look at Man City, their toughest opponents are going to be Arsenal in game week 8. And they've got Liverpool, as I said, in game week 13. So I think some managers are probably going to do a little bit of thinking here. And uh, is it stick with the Haaland? take a punt on the Salah. So picking the right captain is going to be the difference between the manager doing well and maybe not doing so well in that case. Taking a look at game week six, or the average points were 68, while the highest points were 142. What about our own managers though? If we take a look at the league table here, we have a new manager in first place, Taiga, with 102 points. Hector, do you want to start us off here with this manager? Ali Taiga, uh, yeah, they were in third place last week and now they're in first. Very good. They had the two transfers. They lost four points. Ballock went out. He did not get any points. Botman came in. He got 12 points. Jackson went out. He got one point. And Alvarez came in. He got one point. They had Haaland as the captain who got 12 points. They had Foden who got 11. Mitoma 14. Zaka 13. Son had 14 points. Bruno Fernandes had uh, the 10 points. Botman had 12 points. Stupian came in with 6 points. And their goalkeeper, Johnson, they had the 8 points. It was good work to get the Baldock out. Um, and, you know, the Jackson, they are here misfiring as well. A good move there. 9 out of their 11 players got a fine haul of points. Really well done here. The midfield was superb. Double figures all round from the 5 players. You see the points in the forward. You see the points in the defence. And... They got 102, as you said, 142 with the top. So only 40 points behind the main scorer this week. I think it's safe to say that the blip is well and gone, you say. And he had a brilliant result for them. He puts the manager in the driving seat. He now looking in the mirror saying, ah, now I'm in front, you catch me. We have to see what happens next now. Because this manager, he do something special maybe. And Vavon, he gone further ahead there. May he take first place and may not be giving it up to him quickly. And as a result of Tayega going up to first, last week's number one is now number two. Silverstroke. Hey man. Uh, Silverstroke got 62 points. They had no transfers. They opted for Haaland as the captain who got 12 points. Watkins got nine. Saka got 13. Salah had 10 points. Cash had six points. And the goalkeeper Edison had also six points there. Now on the bench, they had Unana, the goalkeeper from Man United, who had seven points. And Nastupian was sitting there with six points. However, it's still a good week for this manager. They might have dropped down into second place. Six players doing the business, but they're five points behind Tayega at the moment. And I don't think they're going to be too worried about that as of such, as long as they keep up their pace. So this is a manager who's causing a threat and will be a challenge. And while Hector is saying that Tayega is looking in the rear view mirror as he's driving down the road, listening to Bruce Willis singing or Huey Lewis or somebody like that. Silverstroke are looking straight ahead of them and saying, it's five points. I can catch you just like that. Also down the third place from last week's number two is Saka's Steel. Hector, what happened? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, what happened with Saka's Steel? Oh, sorry, I thought you were asking me if something happened. No, no, no. We're looking at the league table and the managers, Hector. Oh, come on, Hector. Can you tune in there? Sorry, Eamon. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they suck. I see it. Down from uh, second place. Now in third place at the moment. 58 points. One transfer. 
The Jackson went out for one point. The Morris was brought in for nine points. The captain, he was uh, the Haaland. He had six points. Morris, I say, had nine points. Saka had 13, Bruno Fernandes had 10 points, and Estupian had the 6 points. It was a good transfer move. Like you put out the Jackson, who is not doing the business, and you bring in the Morris, who put ball in net. Super job. Five of the players managing to get the points this week. Okay, we take it at that. I think the problem here is that the Shilwell, he is not doing it, and he looks very much like a weak link there, and I don't think he should be staying in the team for much longer. The midfield don't like that clicking either, in my view. And I have questions about the Rashford. And they need to be addressed by this manager. Should he stay or should he go? Now, there's a non-mover at fourth with Bamford rejects. 73 points, Simon. Yes, our old friend Bamford is hanging on to fourth place here. They had no transfers. Halland was the captain for 12 points. Watkins was there with 9 points. Son had 14 points. Saka had 13 points. The donkey Fernandez had 10 points. And Estupian had six points. It's a good result for Bamford, I have to say. Okay, six players out of the 11 have managed to get points. Um, we said this manager needed something special this week, and they, they've certainly produced the goods getting 73 points. And they're making fourth place their own. They're holding on to fourth. They're not being budged out of it there. And they're only four points behind third place here. They had Anderson with six points on the bench. That six points could have been a real upset here on the league table. It's as though we're looking at a brand new manager this season here and he's like the rock. He's not for moving here at present and fair play. I'm glad to see this here and we gave him an awful lot of stick last season and this season I'm giving credit. Bamford, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Up to fifth. From last week's 7th, it's Raglan Road, Hector. 81 points. They had one transfer. McAllister went out. He had a 6 points. Semi Mimo came in. He had a 1 point. Haaland was the captain for 12 points. Joaquin had 9. Saka had 13 points. Bitoma had 14 points. Akanji had 5 points. Trippier had 18 points. And Ostopian had 6 points here. On the bench, Bruno Gameri sitting there with whopping 13 points and lucky for some that he not on the pitch. They got the transfer wrong this week. But the question is, will this manager be put out about it? I don't think they're going to be put out about it too much. They had seven players who were hitting the mark this week. Romero's minus two points smarts and as I said, the 13 points on the bench. Well, that would have been sweet if you had them on the pitch. But look, alas, they're not there. However, this manager is cracked into the top five. And no doubt they're going to try and hold on to that position. Maybe there's a new recitation in this. Down to 6th then from last week's number 5. What a beauty, 99. Amen, they got 63 points. They had no transfers this week. And they also had Hallands as the captain for 12 points. Watkins had 9 points. Saka had 13 points. Salah had 10 points. Cash had 6 points. And the goalkeeper, Onana, had 7 points there. Uh, they're still sticking with 6 players who've managed to get points of uh, noticeable attention. Um, fell foul of the trap though of trying to hold on to 5th place two weeks in a row and they were unable to do this perhaps maybe a transfer might have helped them there and uh, this is something that a lot of managers have been unable to achieve this season so far to get into fifth and hold it there for this manager of course the subs bench is you know, he's lighting up like a faulty traffic lights here between the reds and the orange there's a bit of work to be done here before game week seven but, but the fact that they didn't use a transfer should give them two options of moving players around and maybe make a little change and see if they can retake 
fifth place. Up to seventh place from last week's eight is AFC Tunali. 69 points, Hector. They did not have transfer either and had Haaland as captain, 12 points. Madison, 9 points. Saka, 13 points. Trippier had 18 points. And uh, they had the Estupian who had 56 points. Uh, the rise of this manager continues here for this season. Very good for them. Uh, five players managed to get, as they would probably say, a scattered points. And they were remaining consistent and they're going in the right direction. Can they now take sixth place? That is the question here. I think like the Waha Beauty, they should have a transfer to help them. And maybe this is a strategy that they're using. But they're going in the right direction. They should be very pleased with this. Down to eight then from last week's sixth. Finally got there with 63 points. This manager opted to play their wild card this week and went with Salah as the captain for 20 points. Haaland got 6. Saka got 13 points. Stupian had 6 points. And Botman had 12 points. Firstly, we're talking about just five players who really functioned on this team this week. Going with Salah as the captain was a good choice. It worked out well for them there. But I think they're going to be disappointed that they dropped down the table, especially when they played their wildcard. And they're probably hoping that the players they brought in will be an investment in future game weeks. But time's going to tell about this here. Things are not going the way managers would like. And I wouldn't be surprised if this manager has decided to pull the trigger just a little bit too early. And there might be repercussions out of this here. There's no change in ninth place with Anal Town. 65 points, Hector. They had two transfers. João Pedro went out for a one point and they bring in the Morris for nine points. Odegaard went out for one point and they bring in the Bruno Fernandes for 10 points. Alan was the captain, 12 points. Morris, nine points. Bruno Fernandez had the 10 points, Stupian had 6 points, and they had Trippier who had 18 points. The transfers were spawned. They are a great result, a great turnover with points there. And yet they only had the 5 player out of 11 who brought in the points here. And on the bench, Madison, 9 points. A lucky to get away without having either a minus 2 or minus 3 player coming off the bench that was very close. I'm sure they had the sweats with that there. It is a regroup for this manager. But there's still a lot of movement going on around them. You know, you look at the 8th place, what's happening below them. They are not, uh, how you say, safe at the moment. There is not a safety zone for them. This manager needs to be building on that 65. You know, I probably call it, don't get another 5, 10 points at least there to kind of push them up a little bit more. Up to 10th place from last week's 12th is Arkham Avengers. And they had 74 points. The spoofer made three transfers this week and had a loss of four points as a result. They put Chirwell out for no points and brought Botman in for 12 points. Rashford was put out for three points and Salah came in for 10 points. And Jackson was put out for one point and Awani was brought in for one point. Their captain this week was Halland, 12 points. It said Salah had 10 points, Madison had 9, Matoma had 14 points, Botman had 12, Estupian had 6 points, and their goalkeeper Anana had 7 points there. Um, when I looked at these results and looked where the spoofer was landing, I thought of the song, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Just because, you know, you think that the spoofer has gone down, and that's the last of you going to, that you're going to see here as such a... And yet he bounces back uh, into the top 10, no less. He's like, a, he's like a spirit level. He's going up and he's going down. Now, he lost four points on the transfers. But all in all, said he made good 
substitutions. He brought in good players there. And he had seven players who came in with the points there. It's not a bad looking team overall for him. But let's not get too carried away with this result here at the moment. Because while the spoofer might get back up again, he could easily be put down next week. So, but look, it's a good result. He'll be happy with this. Now, there's no change in 11th place with Toboggers, 62 points, Hector. Yeah, the Toboggers had one transfer. Watkins went out for nine points. Alvarez came in for one point. Haaland was the captain for 12 points. Bruno Fernandes had 10 points. Madison had nine points. Saka had 13 points. Stopian had six points. And they had the goalkeeper, Onana, who had the seven points. On the bench, Gobore was there with five points. Uh, they had six players who were getting a couple of the points here. The transfer, the backfires. There was nothing we could say here. That was a, a bad result there. I asked the question of this manager, are the Chelsea boys costing them points? And I think they are. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this manager have ace up his sleeve. We have to wait and see. Down to 12th place from last week's number 10 is Blightsome Squad. Eamon, they got 54 points. Yes, they had no transfer this week. Haaland was there with the captaincy and he got 12 points. Salah had 10 points. Matoma was there with 14 points. Anderson had 6 points. And the goalkeeper Sanchez had 4 points. On the bench with 6 points was Stupian. And look, the manager is not going to be very happy here, especially with some of the midfielders and defenders not doing the business at all this week. Like some of the other managers, they're going to have two free transfers to play around with, to do some work with the team. It's certainly an off week by all accounts, but I expect this manager is going to bounce back. Not bouncing back like a spoofer, but will be bouncing back with a good result. Up to 13th place from last week's 14 is Medinicus. Hector, they got 68 points. Uh, yeah, they had no transfers. Haaland was the captain, 12 points. Saka was there with 13 points. Botman had 12 points. Stupian had 6 points. And they had the Trippier who had the 16 points. Five players out of 11 doing the work. You can draw your own conclusion to that there. The midfield though got badly stung. Rodrigo had minus two points there. Odegaard only had the one point. Mememo only had the one point. And the Rashford three points. The defense is strong though. Let's not say anything bad about that. But despite everything, this manager, he is still on the rise. Everything going in the right direction for Medina. Because uh, down to 14th from last week's 13th is Lafayette Lions. Eamon, they got 56 points here. This manager made three transfers this week and lost eight points. I'll go through the, the, the transfers as such here. Chilwell went out for no point and Romero came in for minus two. Rice went out for one point and Ward-Prowse came in for two points. Jackson went out for one point and Ferguson came in for one point. Haaland was there as the captain for 12 points. Solanke got six points. Madison had nine. Son had 14 points. Stupian had six points. And the goalkeeper, Edison, had six points. Let's, let's have a look at the team first here. Six of the players managed to make their mark this week and got scores. Fair enough. The transfers this week to be kind, were a complete mess. Not only to lose the minus eight points when they were doing the transfers, but then to have Romero come in and lose another two points. On the bench was Matoma with 14 points and the goalkeeper Pope at six points there. It's very strange to see this manager sliding down into this position here in the league table. I find it somewhat unsettling that they're not able to arrest this slide. They are dripping and flopping and falling down further on the table here. And let's face it, they're not going to go much further down because I can't see the two lads at the bottom getting themselves up. But Medinicus is on the rise and they're not going to be one that's going to be making any sort of rash 
movement to get themselves dropping down a bit there. So Lafayette, I think, is in a little bit of trouble here. Thought they would be a challenger. They they were challenging last season. And like some managers, something seems to be off with them here. Well, there's no change in 15 place with Mexican amigos. Hector, they got 47 points this week. No transfers for this manager, uh, Haaland, the, the captain, 12 points. Son, 14 points. Bruno Fernandes, 10 points. And their goalkeeper, Ederson, had these six points. To me, this is another non-eventful week for this manager. Uh, we still see the Tony and the Anthony fielded uh, and the team. It raises questions. Oh, why are they there? To me, this team is not a good sell. I have concerns. They're seeping in from all areas of the team here and you know there are issues to be dealt with on the bench too and the manager here is not addressing any of these issues it's like either they're afraid to do something or they're not understanding that the like of the tony the anthony you don't leave them there you gotta get him out every week to go by here it seems to me like this manager has checked out already and we're only early in the season perhaps i'd be wrong maybe a day on extended holiday down in mexico i do not know no change then in 16th place with Flores Rovers. 39 points, Eamon. No transfers for this manager this week. Surprise, surprise. Kane is there as the captain. No points. I hate to break it to this manager, but he's not coming back to play football here. Haaland was there with six points. Saka had 13 points. Anderson had six points. The goalkeeper, Alison Becker, had six points. And he was the vice captain here. I think this manager has actually taken over from Bamford rejects. And Bamford was one of the absent managers from last season. The structure of this team is completely undermined with Kane, Perron, Marquinhos in there. Because they're invested in a team lineup. But none of them are going to play anything. I'm, a, I'm sorry to break this to this manager here, but... None of those three lads are going to be playing football for you at all this season. There's no other way to say that. You're going to have to get rid of them there. And I think it's time the manager here cut through the clutter. Play the wild cards, revamp the team, get rid of these lads who are not doing anything for you, won't be doing anything for you. And let's see what this manager is made of. They came in, we expected great things from some of them. And maybe, maybe great things is pushing it a bit more, but we expected activity. We expected engagement. We expected an investment in them here, that they would manage the team, look at the team, try and, and get their best players working here. There's nothing happening here. This manager is still in the garage and hasn't got out onto the racetrack yet. Thank you for that there, Emma. And thank you, Hector, as well, for taking a look at how our managers got on during game week six. Um, would it be fair to say that there's actually nobody really running away with this lead? with any lead at the moment. Well, uh, Saka's still did try and hold on to first place, but Taiga and Silverstroke, and they're also battling their away, and they have already been in first place also. So I think it's very open at the moment, and there is no clear manager who you would say, you know, I'm putting my foot down here, I'm going to stamp on the on the league here and, and, and step on it as such there. What you're saying there, Hector, is they, they're not putting their stamp of authority on it here. You don't mean they're actually going to be stepping on managers as such. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's what I want to say there. Eamon, you wanted to add something there. Yes, well, I think if you look at the league table there, it's still very close between all the managers. I mean, there's only a difference of 
69 points between first position and 12th. Now, usually at this stage, we'd start to see the start of little groups appearing where you know three or four managers near the top who started to put away. You're going to have maybe four or five managers in the midfield and they would be holding the, the mid table. And then you have a couple of managers then and from 10th downwards, maybe having a little spat amongst themselves, swapping places, trying to trying to move, but really not breaking that far into the top 10 there. This season, the managers are more glued together because there's only a few points separating a lot of them there. And I think there's a, there's a lot to play for here. And all it's going to take is a mistake by a manager. And that could cost them either rising up the table or them dropping down the table quite a bit there. So game week seven could be a decider here. Yeah, game week seven could be a decider. I think, yeah, the pressure is going to be on the managers because they're going to be looking to see who's the player that can get them the extra points to get them the edge over manager. And what can happen there is in a rush to try and get in before other managers, they might just opt for the wrong guy. So if I were any of these managers, I'd just be taking my time, keep the pace, try to keep up with them, don't don't lose too much ground if possible. Gain a couple of points here and there and just let it go like that. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens in game week seven. It could be more excitement on the way, lads, there. Okay, Hector, it's over to you. It's that time of the segment where we have Hector Solos. Thank you very much, host. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, listeners across the world, welcome to Hector Solos. I would like to give a shout out to all uh, listeners tuning in all over France, in Paris, we have listeners down in Madrid, Malaga, and Valencia. And next door, uh, we have the listeners in Portugal, over in Porto, Albufeira. I hope you guys are enjoying the sunshine down there. Hello also to all our listeners in Florence, uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Austria, Frankfurt on Main in Germany, listeners in Poland, Berlin, Slovakia, uh, Turkey, Iran. We have our listeners also in Jordan and Qatar. Hello to everybody over in India who is tuning in to listen to us and all our listeners in Nepal, Thailand. We have our listeners in Japan, Australia, Brazil. Hi, mom. Hope everything be okay. I have not got the cold so far, but the host, he have it. And to our listeners in San Francisco and in uh, Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, hope all the screenwriters get the deal they deserve over there. Then we have our listeners in Florida and in New York. Finally, to London. Hello, listeners and listeners in Newcastle. Peterborough, Luton, Liverpool, Edinburgh. We have listeners in Lerwick, which is in the Shetland Islands. And to our listeners here in Dublin, Cork, Longford, Galway, Kildare and Mayo. Plus high five to Michael and Patsy in uh, Ballyhonas. Thank you for that, Hector. Well, we certainly won't have much more to say after all of that. I doubt we were going to do another episode of Where in the World here with Hector. Uh, these guys popping up from Nepal and all over the place. Indeed. Okay. Well, listen, thank you, Lance, for coming in. It's a pleasure to have you on the show here and uh, your input is greatly appreciated there. And hopefully you'll be back next week. And I'd like to thank you, our listeners, as always, for being with us. I hope you have a good few days ahead and don't forget to spread the word about us. All that remains for me to say is have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening and a good night. Wherever you are in the world, mind yourselves, take care, stay safe. We'll be back. Slow.